Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Draft night was last night. Pacers, a couple of first-rounders. We got the studio. This is, in fact, the most people we've ever had in the studio right here, which is amazing. I absolutely love it. Everybody's in here from the Pacers, family members and such. Jarris Walker, number eight overall. We'll say number seven. We know how that worked out. And number 26 overall is also in the building. It is Ben Shepard in studio with us. Fellas, how we doing? I'm great, man. How much, how much rest did we get? Come on now. Couple couple hours. Couple hours. How about you, Ben? How much you get? I probably got four hours of sleep. Last That's night. about it. Yeah. Couple hours and four. It's worth it though, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Great night. Um, I'm I'm curious about how all this went down, and we'll start with you. Um, last night was kind of weird because you thought you were going to go at number seven, which you were gonna, and then there was a trade happening. So, for you, was that kind of odd? When you were walking up there and you go, I'm supposed to go to the Pacers, but you know now I'm with the Wizards. How'd that go down? I mean, it's it's all kind of like a part of draft night, just the the mystery, the uncertainty. So, I mean, like obviously I had an idea that I was going to the Pacers. Yeah. But, I mean, when they didn't pick me, like I was like, damn, like what happened? And then <laughs> I guess it just all kind of kind of worked itself. What did they tell you afterwards? How that went down, the Pacers? Um, so. They just gave me a so after the pick they had gave me a call and just said kind of like mm-hmm. congratulations right like we're we're picking you so like I was still kind of confused what was going on but like obviously I put two and two together all right so it made sense now now were you cool and calm when you went up there to do the interview on stage oh yeah yeah felt good because I knew I mean I had knew before that yeah so, but I mean I guess the outside world didn't so I just still put on a hat do what I had to do hey, had you practiced your interviews did you go through that part of it when you were going to be introduced to to the world like that of the NBA and in that interview had you practiced that just like you practiced a lot of other things leading up to that night honestly that's I didn't practice with it at all I feel like interviews just kind of come natural to me it's, it's natural right here uh, yeah. it is uh, Ben Shepard's also in here how'd your situation go down did you think was it the moment when Wojnarowski had said there was a, a mid-major riser did you hear that and then all of a sudden think maybe he's talking about me or did you already know yeah, um, I kind of went into it blind yesterday. Did you? Um, I deleted all social media throughout this whole Did process. Did you really? Well, keep it deleted. You don't uh, need it. <laughs> didn't ask my uh, agent about any predictions or anything like that. But um, yeah, when they I heard my name get called at 26, I was super happy. Now, did you? You, you probably have at least a preconceived notion. What, well, my agent it? tapped on my shoulder and he was like, "It's time," and I was like, "Really? Oh, oh my goodness!" <laughs> so, what your What your agent say to you? You get a You get a tap on the shoulder and is it time, or you just something you expected? Um, honestly, I told him don't even don't even say nothing. I was just just wanted to live in the moment, really. So, it's but, a, I mean, like they they had to say something, right? Like when because like just the situation how it kind of went down with the trading and the picks and all that so after after that I kind of knew but like leading up I was just 
I was just like, like my man said, just went into a blind. All right, we're multifaceted here. We're obviously 93.5107.5, the fan. Uh, inside the lounge via YouTube Live, where you can see the Pacer first-rounders uh, on camera right now. They can give you guys a wave and and check it out with Jarris Walker and, and Ben Shepard in studio. Um, Jarris, I'm thinking about you. It seemed like that the Pacers had you hard-targeted from the get-go. What type of workout did you have here? Um, I had a really good workout, just in terms of showcasing my versatility, um, my touch, my shooting range, um, just a little bit of everything. So I feel like just me being the player I was, the competitor I was, just coming out here, competing, just just doing what I do, just hooping, working out. So I feel like it went well. When did you know when you were playing this season at Houston that this may be the lone season for you there? Was it at the beginning? Was it at some point kind of a signature moment during the season where you thought, yeah, you know what, next year I'm going to the next level? Was there a moment for you this year? I mean, I wouldn't even say a, say a moment. It just kind of... I mean, I try not to think too far into the future. Sure. Like, focus on things I can't control and whatnot. So, I mean, like, when I was at Houston, I was just trying to play my best basketball, just hooping, and then I feel like... Just, like, talking to, talking with my agent, just saying, like, the feedback he was getting, I feel like that's that's kind of when it came in reality. So, I mean, it, you just kind of waited to find out that... I mean, what, how'd you feel, like, when your agent said, hey, you're going to be a lottery selection here? That's how much you're valued. What 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 did that feel like at that moment when you were told that? Um, I feel like it was kind of kind of what I deserved in a sense, like just the hard work and effort I've been putting in for years and years. I feel like I hold up with the rest of you guys just fine, just in terms of my talent, my skill level, my physique, what I could bring on the basketball court. So I feel like I, f- I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. What's up? Ben Shepard's also in studio. When did you feel that? Because I mean, you're what a four year guy mm-hmm. at Belmont, right? I'm assuming, like, how many different schools were trying to, to get you uh, at the transfer portal and stuff? I'm assuming a lot come at you at, yeah. at Belmont like that, too. But when did you decide that, hey, this is good for me, I'm good, and my, my next level dreams are, are ready to come true? When was that? Yeah, after the season ended this year, um, I had a lot of thinking to do, whether if I was going to take my fifth year at another school or at Belmont, or if I should pr- pursue my professional career and uh talk to my family and i think that's the best decision that was made and uh yeah, happy with my decision. I am an Indiana State guy sitting right here, okay. by the way, too. I'm trying yeah. to think. You go 18 and 19, one regular season game, and then the uh, Arch Madness against Indiana State this year. Yeah. Is that what you did? They lost, or they beat us in the in the Arch Madness Arch yeah, Madness, quarterfinals. Yeah. We were watching that in here, and yeah. I think you beat them by one. It was like a shootout, like 80, 88, 87, something like that, I think, yeah. during the, the yeah. regular season, too. So, uh, Belmont preparing you, right, in the Missouri Valley? Mm-hmm. And, uh, how many years did you play um, – in the Missouri Valley compared to how many years in the Ohio Valley? Yeah, three in the Ohio Valley, one in one. Missouri Valley. So it was only one? Yeah. Okay, two. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So yeah. so you're here now. What did the Pacers tell you about their expectations and your growth with this organization so far? Um, one of the first things Coach Carlisle um, asked me is if I'm comfortable with the ball in my hands. And um, I grew up playing point guard until I grew six inches my junior year. What? So uh, I'm comfortable at the point guard position, but also shooting the ball at a high level and also defending one through two, maybe three. So so how tall were you as a sophomore in high school? 5'11". 5'11". Yeah. What were you thinking about? What was going to be – how tall were you as a sophomore? As a sophomore, I was like 6'5". Were you really? What were you thinking about you were going to be at 5'11 in high school? Did you have any of this kind of thought 
in mind at all, no even shot. back then? Nope. Nope. When did that start to become a reality for you? <laughs> I'd probably say junior year really? of college. Nice. Yeah. But I always knew I was good. I just felt like I was flying under the radar for a good amount of time. But Jarris, when did it come a reality to you that that NBA was going to be your um, next level? I knew it could be like possible once I got to once I got to high school. Um, at IMG Academy, just playing against those high level dudes, competing with older dudes, just holding my own against against high level talent. So I feel like just just being able to stick around. And it's like I said, hold my own with them. I kind of feel like feel like it was possible. What did the Pacers tell you about their expectations for you? Um, for sure, just to just to come in, um, defend. I mean, that's what I, I feel like. It's one of the better things I do. Um, just come in, be aggressive, be assertive, um, and just just make an immediate impact. So just whatever you can do. Now, have you guys talked to any of your future teammates yet? Anybody reach out to you at all? Yeah, yeah. A couple of the dudes um, had hit me from the team. I uh, got to chat with a couple of them for a little bit. Ben, what about you? A couple of them. A couple of them. Too, but it was just congratulations. But. You, you guys seem pretty calm and collected right now. Is it tough or are you just tired? What is it? You seem like you're really calm and collected. Most would be outside their mind right now. Is that just how you're, you're built or you're a little tired? I mean, you caught us on the tail end. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's up to me to get you guys all back fired up again before you get out of town. Now, you, will you guys bail out of town after this, or are you staying around for a little bit? Um, I think we got a night, and then I'm out tomorrow. I'm not too sure about it. I leave tonight. Oh, you leave tonight? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. So, both of you will be playing in, in Summer League, correct? Yep. And Summer League, Jarris gets underway, what, three weeks, I think, from now? Um, I think the first game is on July, early July. Yeah. 8th, I think. So. Yeah. Now, I don't think I ask you this, Ben. What do you think you can add to the team sooner rather than later? I know all this is, is a long-term viewpoint here, but what, what do you think you add to this Pacer team? Um, I'd probably say shooting and defense. Um, and obviously, whatever role is asked of me, I'd do it. And uh, just figuring out what that role is and doing it at a high level. So, How much did you know of the Pacers before they drafted you last night? How I, know much I, you know I know I worked out well here, but uh, well, I, didn't, I didn't know that they well, were that interested. So. It's interesting because you both did. Now, did you, Jarris, did you participate in the Chicago Combine or did you stay out of that? Um, no, I didn't. You, you didn't go to that. You did. Yeah. And you did a lot of work up there. What, and I was always kind of curious about this because everybody had talked about, you know, Ben Shepard had a great Chicago Combine. What, what did you do up there that maybe, in your opinion, stood out? Was it shooting the basketball? Was there other aspects that maybe people that hadn't seen you fully at Belmont? were unaware that you could do on a higher level? Yeah. Um, I don't know how much people are familiar with Belmont basketball, but it's kind of like a system, and uh, you can't really go outside of it. So, like, in the combine, I try to show my passing ability, um, playmaking ability off of roll, pick and rolls and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy with my performance up there and uh, definitely shot the ball at a high level, too. How many years were you with Rick Bird? Uh, he recruited he recruited me. I yeah. committed to him, and he retired before I got there. Well, I mentioned this because 2019 was a friend of mine, Dylan Windler, from Perry Meridian here locally, who was drafted in the first round, mm-hmm. much like you guys were too, by, by Cleveland. Um, he um, was at Belmont, and he was in Rick Bird's system. He, I think he was graduated in 2019 when you came in yeah. as a freshman, so I don't think you guys overlapped yeah. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But you know, he'd always talked about how not only was it was a, an offense where you couldn't get out of it, but it was also an offense if you had the skill level, you could showcase exactly. that on a nightly basis. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, just like you said, you could showcase it. If a good player's good, he's going to show out in any system. And uh, 
yeah, to some extent, I did that this year, but I just wanted to show different pieces of my game in this whole process. So That is Ben Shepard of Belmont, number 26 overall, number 8 overall, we'll call it number 7. Uh, Jarris Walker's in studio. Did you always come with a, a defensive mentality, a defensive prowess, or how much was that built with Kelvin Sampson in, in that year you spent at Houston? Um, I feel like I was always a good defender, high-talented defender, could switch, protect the paint, play passing lanes, but I feel like kind of took pride in it and really keyed in on it and focused on it first when I got to like a defensive-minded school like like Houston and, and under uh, Calvin Sampson. I mean, does that where it starts there? I mean, the first thing before anything else, you got to get out there and you got to play defense. I mean, he's not going to play you if you're not defending. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, it was just my one on the floor. Did you, ever, did you ever have to grab some bench because maybe you weren't defending at the level in which he expected? Was there yeah, a, a sure. teaching like, or a learning moment? Yeah, practices, just get on the baseline running. Uh, just learning through games, learning through films, mess ups, mistakes, but just adjusting and, and learning on the fly. How about you enjoy that season in Houston? I had a great time. I had a great time. Like it was so many ups and downs, but I knew that was a part of the journey. So just being able to go there, meet with the guys, connect, gel, get so close with them. Like I, I talk to most of the guys still. Like we just kind of built that bond. Well, Marcus Sasser was with you last night. He was. He was on the phone at. Four or something last. Well, wait a minute. Let's hear about the four a.m. phone conversation <laughs> with former Houston teammates right here. What were we talking about? I mean, like just a just the journey. Like I was so proud of him. Like I think I was doing the interview that I heard his name called, and it was just it was just like just a proud, happy moment for him. Cause he's he's been working his tail off since since I got on campus. Really, I mean, he's had a long career. Uh, did a lot of great things, so I was just I was just happy he was able to reach his dream. I've said this um, a number of times here. Um, it, it, one of my favorite players to watch, it, and it starts with effort, um, much like you guys have been talking about, is Quentin Groves playing for the Knicks, who's a, a former Houston Cougar as well. Um, it just kind of seems like anybody that comes out of that Houston program has that ready made. That type of effort, and then you play defense, and then everything else kind of falls into that category. Is that true? Yeah, for sure, because that's how – I mean, that's the culture of the program. I mean, defense first, rebounding first, and then everything else plays out, like you said. Because, I mean, those are the those are the things that you can control, and those are the things I feel like win games ultimately, just being able to defend at a high level. And then rebound, just protect the paint. So, I feel like just the, the culture of, of Houston and, and what Kevin, Kevin says it. Kelvin Sampson, excuse me, preaches is is definitely what, what helps keep these players ready to go. So, how was the overall draft night experience? How was that for you? I mean, you, you had the suit, you had the interviews, you had all that. You're shaking your head. I don't know whether you're shaking your head because you were digging it or because you could do without it. <laughs> no, it was it was beautiful. Like the whole the whole process, like you said, like getting ready, throwing on the fit, seeing what everybody else is wearing, and then like I mean, my favorite part was just watching where all my dudes just ended up like all the dudes I was playing against hooping against playing with like some, some of my teammates were in the draft as well from high school obviously Marcus from college so just seeing where everybody ends up and just watching everybody reach their dream it, it was a special night for, for a lot of people but same conference with Taylor Hendricks right mm-hmm. at, at Central Florida how'd you, how'd you guys play against one another in the regular um, season yeah we matched up twice um, we, we got the better them both times well I mean it was a it was a great matchup he's a high talented high skilled dude well it was weird because around here I mean you two were the most common names that were were mentioned around here and uh, you know there was some footage of you guys playing against one another certainly and uh, and seeing where that goes did uh, the, the whole tournament situation end with a thud for you too or is that 
you know, as far as you know, the way you guys went out in Houston, the way Houston went out in the tournament in March. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just on. Just not what we thought it would it would be. But I mean, I guess that's March for you. I mean, it's not what anybody thinks it's going to be, really. But just firing through injuries. I mean, just yeah. performances from some players. Um, I mean, it's just a, it's just a part of basketball. In every game you go and bring your best. And, and do what you asked of, and I feel like it was just, just one of those games for our team to happen to be. So I mean, I feel like we just we just came up on the wrong side of it. Now that is Jess Walker right there, number eight overall, really number seven to the Pacers, number twenty six at a Belmont. Ben Shepard's also in studio. You look back at your college career, maybe reflect a little bit right now, um, some moments and and what that built you into. How enjoyable was it, and are you glad you went through that in Nashville, at Belmont? Definitely, um, I grew a lot in my four years at Belmont. Um, my freshman year, there'd be games where I didn't touch the court, and there'd be games where I'd play 30 minutes, like I never knew uh, what type of game it was going to be. And uh, sophomore year, after my junior, or after my freshman season, I stayed in the gym, perfected my craft, worked on it, and uh, yeah, I just stayed in the gym and kept working. And it paid off my sophomore year, paid off more my junior year, and then senior year, I had a huge role, and uh, I felt like I had a pretty good pretty good season so yeah you, you, you put yourself on the map certainly there and uh and got drafted and in round number one now you guys workout wise do you guys go by a, a dietary plan nutritionist or you just kind of do this on your own your workout um, Jared, starting with you yeah for sure so i i mean i just eat just eat healthy or try to it's just more like just cutting stuff out I would say like just the sweets the the candy the french fries mm-hmm. fried food just things like that but I mean like it's a it's a nutritionist available and like if I need to talk to her or or me with her just focus on things but I feel like I do a pretty good job of just watching what goes into my body so you uh not with the french fry you go with the broccoli you go to the broccoli you reach for the broccoli first Brussels do you sprouts. there you go Brussels oh there you go right there how about you at Belmont I'm assuming from what Dylan said you guys have a pretty good program down there to help keep you guys on track health wise as well yeah we have a nutritionist and uh, our strength coach also does a good job like giving us what we need but um I'd say the same as Jarris I kind of just watch what I eat myself but um yeah, there's people at Belmont to help you with that. And they definitely give me tips along the way that I can just implement my own life. So. All right, this is a question for you both. Jarris, I'll start with you. Anybody that you did not know that you met through all these workouts and, and this entire process that now is a, a pretty good friend with you? Um, I mean, I can't really say. I mean, most of my I had one workout with another person. Did you do all singular workouts yeah. for the most part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now you had one workout with somebody else with you. Um, in Utah, went to Providence. Name slipping on my head. But. Well, and that's okay because I'm curious, and you can answer this as well, Ben. When you're in a a multiplayer workout setting, does that make you go? I mean, I'm not suggesting you don't go hard when you go singular, but does it go make you go even harder because you got all these dudes also here trying to show out in front of everybody? Does definitely. it even make you climb 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 higher in what you're trying to do? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a sense of competitiveness in these six player workouts, and um, I've done 16 of them. 
Um, so you did 16. I've met a lot of people, um, learned a lot of people's games, and I ran into some of the same people, actually, So uh, in different workouts. So just um, taking information and playing hard to make yourself stand out. So. Did, did you learn something meaningful of it coming out of there? I mean, something you can take with you to the NBA as far as a, you know, a, a work ethic, uh, just you know, anything concerned over those 16 times that you worked out? Anything you can take with you? Um, definitely just asking tips from coaches and front office people like, tips about rookie rookie uh year and stuff like that but um just being yourself and uh focusing on your your role and do, being good at it so hey jarrett when you were here you worked out singularly here what, what kind of conversation did you have with with kevin pritchard chad buchanan with rick carlisle while you were here yeah for sure we were just talking about what i could bring to the to the program what i could bring to the organization just in terms of versatility um playmaking just another score ball handler just a, just a person to kind of come in and just do whatever the team needs to, to get some more wins. Well, that's job number one right here, too. you got to get this team back to the postseason. You guys ready to hit the postseason? I think you start your mark right here. You're both rookies, right? So you can start making the postseason and your rookie season never look back right here. Yeah, most definitely. I don't see why we can't get it done this year, especially with the talent and the skill set, just the different players we have. That's exactly right. And, and you, what's your expectation for yourself and fitting into this team, Ben, moving forward here? Uh, yeah, I think I'm versatile and uh, can shoot the ball and play defense. And I think uh, rookies, the way you get onto the court is by playing defense and showing <laughs> that you can compete. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm super optimistic. Um, this young core is super good and uh, fun to watch, and I'm just glad to be a part of it now. So, Have you guys met Tyrese yet at all? Talked to Tyrese Halliburton yet? Yeah, I met him during my workout. He was there. He is the uh, straw that stirs it right there. I mean, he's he going to make you happy because he's he's an elite level willing passer, which is good to have around when you guys can shoot the basketball a little bit like this too. Hey, fellas, congratulations on everything. I know you guys are worn out. I appreciate you coming up in here and uh, spending some time with us. I know that Indianapolis and the Pacer fans are incredibly excited. And before I let you go, I wanted to have you guys be able to say something to the Pacer fans out there on uh, you know what they can expect from you guys moving. forward forward and Jess we'll start with you as far as you know Pacer fans maybe direct something to them that uh, that you expect from yourself when you're moving forward here as a rookie with this Pacer team yeah for sure I would just say to the fans just just expecting an exciting season a lot of highlights um, a lot of fun games to watch uh, move up and down a lot of fast breaks a lot of dunks just um just an exciting season with a lot of wins so I'm excited to get to it hey Ben what about you um, I'd say to the fans, just thank you for welcoming uh, me and Jairus uh, to Indiana, Indiana, and um, expect some good things from from us and the team. So, got some pickup games in the morning. You guys gonna be around? You can come down <laughs> with me, man. Out of there, Doc. <laughs> come on now, come on now. You got to help a guy out here. No, seriously. Hey, pleasure to have you in here. Don't be a stranger. Come up here whenever you want. Hang out whenever you want. But uh, again, the best of luck moving forward, guys. And and thanks for being in here with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having. Thank you. It's a Jarris Walker, and that is Ben Shepard. Uh, picks number seven, really number eight, I guess overall, and number twenty-six in round number one for the Pacers. Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com.